to the Beats Hub. CD. You heard it through the grapevine. You heard it here first, it's a bame's life Mozzie easy with the knowledge, better take time Man or woman, it don't matter over these sides Black or brown, it don't matter over these sides Conversations always popping over these sides Where's your peace signs? Where's your white wine? Don't stress, don't worry about those deadlines Cause you've heard it through the grapevine You heard it here first, it's a bame's life You heard it through the grapevine You heard it here first, it's a bame's life Hey, 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 everyone. You already know who it is. I used to say it's the baddest being in the Southwest, but I'm not going to say that anymore <laughs> because we're just like, also, I'm obviously not here by myself, as you can hear. And I can't even say I'm the baddest anymore because. Hello. Hello. I'm in, I'm in the presence <laughs> of glory right now. Wow. <laughs> so I hail to you. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> But you know what time it is. It's another episode from It's a Bames Life podcast. This month, if you don't know, you should know, is Masturbation May. Mm-hmm. It's Mental Health Awareness. Mm-hmm. There is a reason why those two came together. Exactly. Honestly. There's a reason. <laughs> part of the part. <laughs> so we'll be doing some talking, but I'm going to let this amazing, amazing human being introduce themselves because I can do you no justice. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you so much for having me on your show. Really appreciate it. So hi, everyone who's listening. My name is Emma Ataka, and I am the founder and creator of Mama Luna. And Mama Luna is a platform for women and young girls well not just women with an e but also women with an x Mm. as well anyone who has a yoni (laughs) basically to rediscover reclaim redefine our womanhood and our femininity for ourselves and also a platform for us to actually learn about yoni steaming all of its benefits how to do it yeah when you do it all of that and for the people that don't know what yoni steaming is Okay, so I'm so disconnected. Yeah. Oh, oh gosh. Okay, well, yoni steaming is like steaming your face, mm-hmm. but instead you're steaming your yoni instead, and you get vagina. For those of you that don't know, well, we'll speak about we'll speak about the actual yeah. anatomy of our yoni um a bit a bit later, but you get the same benefits as you would with a face steam. So it's like the same opening up of your pores and detoxification, um, replenishing your skin, getting fresh oxygen, fresh nutrients from your blood um, into your muscles and your skin, the relaxation. Yeah. Um, yeah, you get the same with your yoni as well. So that's yoni steaming in its most basic sense. That's amazing. And we're going to do a yoni steam. Yeah, this is the first time I've actually like interviewed someone who's doing a yoni steam like while they're actually doing a yoni steam i can't wait first time for everything i'm exactly. excited if i fall asleep don't come for me <laughs> just enjoy the and bask in my snoring oh wow <laughs> but no cool so walk us through like what you're gonna do so that people can hear okay so when it comes to yoni steaming, you actually steam with herbs. So okay. when like, you're steaming your face, you can do it with just a bit um, of, of water and that's it. Whereas with yoni steaming, because it, it affects your body systems, which I'll speak about in a bit, you need to do it with herbs. Okay. So it's the herbs that actually act as the medicine. More specifically, it's the oils from the herbs that act as medicine. Could you, sorry to cut you out, mm. could you use essential oils? No. Nope. 
this is something that everyone asks especially because I'm always talking about the herbs sorry the oils because people always talk about also I'm always mentioning the oils from the herbs so the reason why you wouldn't use essential oils is because they burn so the same way they burn normally Mm. is the same way they will burn inside you as well Mm. and also on the outside so your vulva is made of it's just made up of really sensitive um, tissues Mm. and the inside is even more sensitive as well so you can end up with a lot of tissue um, damage and scarring which will lead to a loss of sensitivity um, less blood flow less oxygen flow as well and irreparable um, tissue damage yeah don't use essential oils the actual herbs themselves have more than enough oils in them anyway to be fair don't essential oils come from the herbs anyway and then they just add but the meta inside it. English is not my first language. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of essential oils um do have something added to them, like coconut oil sometimes added to it. Um, is it jojoba oil? Mm. Um there's another one as well, I apricot oil sometimes yeah. as well. So you don't really get the full benefit yeah whereas again when you just stick to just the herbs with yoni steaming you get the full benefit and it hits your yoni directly as well i can't wait mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah it's the first of all it's the herbs that are the herbs that are used and specifically with the herbs always have a balanced blend okay do not attempt to um make your own herbal blend either like always get it done by a herbalist because they'll know the, the quantities the amounts what um and again the balance as well because the thing is with yoni steaming is you need to protect your yoni's natural flora yeah and sometimes your herbal blend can throw that balance of that flora off mm. your natural ph balance as well mm-hmm. um and it can also cause it can it depends on like what you're what's already going on in your body anyway but say for example if there's some underlying issue mm. using the wrong herbal blend can exacerbate that okay, so yeah. always get a blend that's been done by someone who is a herbalist who is qualified always by someone who has some receipts behind them yes people receipts so, not just anybody saying yeah i'm doing i'm doing it so yeah because yeah. i'm seeing a lot of that on the ground lately mm-hmm. yeah people talking about spirituality people mm. talking about self-love yeah. and like even people talking about herbs and like people like me and you that have the receipts of mm. what we do. Yeah. yeah. They're looking like, really? Really? I, I side sure? eye. Yeah. No, I used to side that. Now I'm just looking proper like front eye. Yeah. Like, I every, like even if it's in person, you're getting front eye from me. So that's why I say specifically when it comes to like holistic health, yeah. well-being, like the wellness um, industry, it's great that it's made this type of health a lot more accessible. Yeah. But then at the same time, now it's making everyone think that they're a master herbalist. Everyone is now a shaman. Yeah. Everyone is now a healer and stuff. And it's just like, if I just stick to yoni steam and eat, like it is a very physical practice. Exactly. And it involves all of your body way more than people realize. So it's just like, don't approach it thinking now because you know about a few herbs, you can grow some rosemary, you're now a doctor because you can actually really, like you can fully fuck up someone's health. Yeah. And you know what? I don't think big people who even consume this, like, get it. Mm. Because you wouldn't go to a doctor. Yes. You wouldn't, uh, like, if if some dude was knocking on the door going, I'm, I'm the new local GP and mm. I've got a hut down mm. the road. Mm-hmm. Mm. You would be looking at him like, 
Like, call the police. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's just like all these herb, like other people out there who are like, I'm a herbalist, I'm this and this yeah. and this and this and that. It's just like, n- no. And yeah. this isn't me like trying to shit on anyone yeah. or saying anything for clout. But again, it's a very physical practice. The herbs do act as medicine. You need to know. Um, this is for anyone who makes herbal blends you need to know exactly what you're doing and for anyone who wants a herbal blend like make sure you're doing your your research Research, as well and one of my things that I say is if you're looking for herbalists if you can't find any I suppose like information on them as to where they got their qualifications from Mm. just don't go there like just don't go there um so yeah that's that in terms of how yoni steaming actually works in fact, let me backtrack a little bit. Yeah. So yoni. I think the reason the reason why I call it yoni steaming rather than like vagina steaming or womb steaming is because it does hit the whole of your yoni rather than just the actual vagina yeah. and um and your womb. So your yoni is the, the word itself actually comes from India. It's ancient Sanskrit meaning temple or sacred gateway or portal. And I'm just like I am walking around with a temple. Why are motherfuckers not worshipping at my feet? You know, it's true because when you said that to me when we first met, do you know what hit in my head? When you're growing up and you're going to them pastor churches, again, Mm -hmm. these pastors that have no credentials, Mm -hmm. just, you know, Bobby decided after doing Uber. (laughs) Yep. That is my pastor. Mm-hmm. Or saying from where? <laughs> from who? So, you know, the only thing I can definitely say they used to bang on about in church is that you shouldn't have sex before marriage because that's your temple. That's the mm. sacred place, you know. Mm. It's like, it's very important. Yeah. And even though everything else they were saying was rubbish, mm. that always stuck in my head. That's yeah. my temple. If you mm. don't worship my yoni yeah i always tell people if your face cannot be my seat we're not made to be together babes it's all good like you simple as simple as yes because yes. i'm sitting on your face <laughs> Con- with consent of course yes. with consent <laughs> let's just put that out there <laughs> exactly why i said it's the people that can't that say no i'm like mm. okay cool yeah and you say yes no problem yeah yeah exactly but yeah that's what yoni means and Yoni is, is is everything. So um it's our it's our ovaries. Mm. It's our okay, I've renamed some parts of my of um my yoni just because there's some language that I just cannot get down with. So it's also I've renamed it holy pathway, but that's fallopian tubes. So okay. fallopian tubes and air quotes for anyone who's listening. So yeah, our holy pathway. And then it's our uterus, which is also our womb. Um, it's our endometrium, it's mm. our myometrium, it's our perimetrium, it's our cervix, it's our, I've renamed mine whole, um, sacred pilgrimage, but that's a vagina. Mm. I just uh, tell you what some of the origins of those names in a bit. Um, yeah, so sacred pathway, and that's the interior part that we see. Yeah. And then the exterior, which is known as our vulva, that's the opening of our sacred pilgrimage. I think you can actually, yeah, the opening of our sacred pilgrimage, it's our inner labia, outer labia, clitoris. Mm. So all of, and the um, actual mound as well, and our glands clitoris. So all of those make up our yoni. So when you do a steam, all of those are getting steamed along with your pelvic floor muscles as well. 
so that's why I'm just like no I don't just want to call it a vagina, vagina steam because yeah. the steam hits all of all of that so yeah that's that in terms of how it actually works so regardless of what you're steaming for because yoni steaming has lots of benefits it um the heat hits your vulva first and then it spreads along your um, pelvic floor floor muscles on, on the outer. And then once the heat actually permeates through your muscles a bit more, then it starts to rise up into your the inner the inner part of our yoni that we don't don't see. So when it rises up along your sacred pilgrimage, it relaxes that and then yeah. that relaxes your cervix. Once your cervix is a bit more relaxed and the heat is able to rise up into your uterus, um, your myometrium, your perimetrium, your endometrium, and then it spreads out along your holy pathway and then into your ovaries. Once it hits more so when it actually enters into your into your uterus, mm. that's when it activates your central nervous system so the base of our central nervous system is at the bottom of our spine which yeah. is just is practically connected to our yoni anyway and then once that's activated the all of the nerves along our along our central nervous system pick up on the different herbs that are basically like in our body because that circulates and it enters into your bloodstream so it's carried yeah. all throughout your body um, once your nerves are activated, sorry, not activated, but well, yeah, activated. And I suppose it's almost like the way the way it works is almost like the nerves from your nervous system pick up on the different herbs and almost like the messages, shall we say. Yeah. And then that goes all the way up to your hypothalamus. And so now we're entering our brain. So your hypothalamus is the eyes and ears to your external and internal world. So externally, that could be like temperature, like can you cross the road, you know, just gauging what's safe yeah. and what isn't. And then inside it can be your digestive system, your sweating, your hormones, all of that. And your hypothalamus basically gets all of like the messages from the herbs and then decides exactly like where they need to go and when. But then what in order to do that, it sends a message to your pituitary gland. Your pituitary gland is where all your emotions take place. And a lot of the time Ooh. before you even realise it. So your pituitary gland has now received all of the messages from these herds in terms of what part of the body they um, need to work on and so forth. And then it creates and releases at specific times certain hormones. Okay. Yeah. Within the process of that, your parasympathetic system is... Let me know if I'm going too fast or, or whatever. No, I'm just way. listening. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So well, you're... Me, I can't pronounce the word. Parasympathetic <laughs> system. Parasympathetic, <laughs> parasympathetic system. Correct. <laughs> um, by the way, I'm a massive, like, soci... I'm not sociology. Well, I do love sociology, but I'm a massive physiology geek. Okay, cool. love it so all of this stuff i'm in my element and my yeah. world right now Do you know when you say it in the words of like when you say the temple um the sacred pilgrimage that stuff reads with me yeah i'm very spiritual and that's the mm. language in which i speak yeah as opposed to vagina yeah fallopian tube mm. very uptight do you know what, do you want to know the origins of those words yeah vagina Ah, it makes me so mad. Honestly, it makes I could turn into the Hulk right Can now. Can you tell we're not evil? <laughs> <laughs> My God, punish you! Thunder and fire! Like honestly, all the, all the time. Yeah. The, when Jesus comes back, 
yeah i'm not even i don't even go to church but even mm. me mm. can understand when the when he's going to move mad mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. some people mm-hmm. 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 so yeah people even brace yourselves please 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 mm. please so vagina is latin for sword or sheaf holder can you imagine can you imagine can you imagine can you imagine mm. that's the sole mm. purpose of our of this part of our body it's to you exist. Look, can see the way I'm holding my own mm. sword. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's the sole purpose, and it's just like we can. All, we'll get into that a bit more, but mm. that's why I was just like, I I can't have that because that's not that's not the that's just not what I want to use as part of my body for, and it doesn't. It's not for anyone else. It's it's for me exactly. And using that type of language, it just it just further perpetuates that because like all words carry energy, and I'm just like. I, I I can't get down with that. I just can't. So I totally agree yeah, that's that. why I changed mine to sacred pilgrimage because it's like it definitely makes me feel like I own this part of my body a lot more. Mm. And because I've reclaimed that ownership, now it's down to me to decide who gains entry exactly. and what yeah. what are the parameters for them to get that entry. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's not like say for example, it's like someone just rolling up to Harvard and be like, "Yeah, I want to be here." And I deserve to be here. No, where are your receipts? Like, what are your qualifications? Like, yeah. what work did you do? You know what I mean? So it's almost like that. And then fallopian tube um, is named after a 16th century gynecologist called George's fallopian. And apparently he discovered our fallopian tube and its usage because before then, us women, we had no idea that this of part course. of our body existed. Because and we had no idea. We, we are stupid. <laughs> We need men to tell us everything. Don't aren't men like the almighty beings that know everything? Isn't this why we live in a perfect world? Ahead, Georgius, <laughs> pop off. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's why we named it Holy exactly. Pathway as well. And when I when um I'd love to be able to speak about this at another time, but you know, maybe in your own time, have a look at you know the actual journey that it takes from an ovary to actually mm. get from the ovary into the holy pathway. It's like some intergalactic shit. And I'm just like that's happening in my body without me even making an effort and that's a holy journey because exactly. it's entering into my like even further into my yoni it's exactly. not it's not named after a man like it, I, I can't men have absolutely no business with my body like no like there's no reason for any man to be having any business with my body unless I say exactly exactly so and I hate that yeah hate that and so society really makes us think that <clears throat> And like, I guess this is why I wanted us to do this in, you know, the month of masturbation, because that really ties in with things that I always tell people. No one else can make you happy and no one else can tell you what mm. makes you happy or yeah. gets you to that happy place yeah. sexually. Mm. You, yeah. need to, you need to actually do that by yourself. Yeah. You need to actually like yeah. play with yourself. Mm-hmm. You need to do that. You yeah. need to not examine what's the word I want to say you know explore experiment exactly explore experiment and that's not even with anybody else involved like what do you like what do I as L aka Muslim issue what do I Mm. like that pleasures me down there yeah 100% 100% but um how did we even get to that? Because now I'm thinking, how, what was the link from pituitary glands to masturbation? Like, I can probably find about a thousand links, actually. But I'm just like, okay, let's get back on track. Yeah, 
you did that one, the gland. Okay, no, yeah, so yeah, as we're speaking about our parasympathetic system. So let me just read one. So with the pituitary gland, it will create and release whatever hormones are needed um, specifically that, that your body needs. And that's the great thing about yoni semen is that mm. even if you don't have anything going on regard with your yoni, you can use it for other parts of your body yeah. as well, which is which is great. So I was saying that your parasympathetic system is um, activated as well. So your parasympathetic system is when you're in your resting and relaxation stage, whereas when you're in your sympathetic, that's when in your sort of like you're very productive and active stage as well. So when we're in our sympathetic, we and a sign that you're in your sympathetic is when you're breathing into your chest. So you can see your chest rising yeah. rather than when you're in your sympathetic, it's your stomach that's rising up and down and your breaths are a lot slower. And that's what gives you that more relaxed feeling because your brain is just like, oh, we're relaxed. Yeah. We're relaxed. So it creates and releases exactly. hormones. If you think so about that, you're relaxed. Like you do singing exercises before you start singing, yeah. you breathe into your yeah. stomach. Yeah. So that your everything is relaxed. Yeah. All that needs to be relaxed in order yeah. for you to actually make the sound. Yeah, exactly. So that's your parasympathetic system that's activated. Um, then it's your um, adrenal system which can actually be shut down, which is even even better mm. because when we breathe in, when we're in our sympathetic system, we're constantly saying to our brain that we are stressed, yeah. basically. And what happens when that happens is that we breathe really, really fast, or at least our brain creates cortisol, which is the main stress hormone. The cortisol is then flooded into our system. We start breathing a lot faster. Blood is redirected to um, our hands and our legs, our heart and our lungs. So a lot of our organs are actually missing out on getting blood and oxygen. So it's, it's really dangerous to constantly be in a state of panic, stress, yeah. and just in your sympathetic system. So once your heart is then um, beating a lot faster, our adrenal gland is activated. Once that's activated, our hip flexors, our fight or flight muscles are activated, mm -hmm. and then sugar from our blood is released so that we can then, because we're in fight or flight mode now, so mm -hmm. it's about very much action. And for us, even you know, if you're a city dweller, or what doesn't matter where you are, there's still that very sort of like basic human condition in fight or flight, you get up and fight or, yeah. or you're moving. You need sugar for that. So it's really good when that is all shut down yeah. as well. And then you can actually just relax and just be with yourself and your thoughts or just get better sleep or exactly. get a much better handle on anxiety or, or, or panic, um, insomnia as exactly. well. So, so it's a very... Um holistic way to deal with your mental health as well 100 percent, 100 million percent um i'm happy to speak about my mental health experience but i do want i really want to get you steaming as yes, well so we yes. have to speak about the herbs yes, yes. let's talk about the herbs because i don't know if you people know this but i have got endometriosis i've had a couple of operations in my life i'm even waiting for another scan to see if what you know so i to me at this point I feel like I need to do something different mm. and every other part of my life is very much holistic mm. why isn't the temple the yoni yes. the entry to everything else that you just mentioned mm. not also being treated in the same way ah oh, the patriarchy <sighs> but it's okay it's okay exactly. it's okay I serve a living goddess it's all right <laughs> it's all right let's get into these herbs yes, yes. <laughs> okay so. 
So let's just start with her. So I'm going to make you a blend specifically for um, endometriosis. Okay. Um, am I right in thinking that with endometriosis, it, ca- it causes um, painful periods? Yeah. Okay, so we'll make a blend that helps um, to, to manage the pain as well. So let's just start with some of the, the, base, the base herbs. Right. So I always steam with lavender. I don't okay. steam without lavender at all. So lavender is an antispasmodic or... I don't even know the other word. <laughs> antispasmodic, it basically just stops your muscles from spasming. Um, so it's really great for helping you to feel super relaxed. And also with lavender, it quickly like I'm telling you next level quickly activates your parasympathetic system so for anyone who struggles with sleep um panic attacks anxiety definitely steam with lavender (laughs) you're a joker (laughs) okay so so that's um lavender the thing is with lavender it's so powerful even if you were to sniff in a little bit whether that's from an incense stick oil um whatever like it will automatically slow down the rate at which your heart is beating and then the rest is from there and the thing is your heart is one of the most strongest muscles in your body and it's always active whereas your yoni muscles aren't always active Mm. so if it can slow down the rate at which your heart is beating just imagine the relaxation that your pelvic floor muscles feel i will i will burn lavender in my place especially if i want to sit down and talk with the ancestors Mm. because I need to I need to calm down even yeah. though whatever I'm talking about might be of high you know yeah I need to come down they're not gonna come at that speed yeah suggestion okay moving on <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got chamomile so it's the yeah. exact same type of chamomile that you would drink as a tea so if you've got some chamomile tea <laughs> at home in your cupboard there with open that bag put it in a bowl and see what else um, you've got in your house that you can use for a blend. So chamomile, it's, sim- it's, a, it's similar to lavender, but it's more, even, rather than being a, um antispasmodic, it's more of a, a relaxant or a calmant. Yeah. And the way it works is that if you drink it regularly over time, it helps you, it helps specifically your brain stop you from going straight into fight or flight mode. Yeah. So if you hear like a door bang or a balloon pop or something, your body will automatically go into fight or flight mode. But if chamomile just helps you to be like, okay, what, where was that sound coming from? Mm. Um, and then once you realize you're not in any danger or anything, it just helps you to like process. process. Yeah, yeah, it really helps with processing. Um, so really great for that. Then we've got red rose petals, and specifically, don't use any other petals in your mix other than red rose ones. The reason why these are even like stronger, why I'm saying that is because the darker the roses are, mm-hmm. um, the more concentrated they'll be, the more mature they'll be, so they'll have more actual herbs in them that are released. So red rose petals are a nervine herb, which means they specifically will go straight to your nervous system, yeah. and they're really it's really good for helping in terms of just that self-love and connection to yourself which is great it's so great especially if you want to do that inner work as well and like yeah. really figure out like what does love mean to me what is self-love and exactly. I think more so it's not just about that sort of like soft image of femininity and love that we see in terms of like romance you know pink fluffy stuff everywhere 
I use it for boundaries. Yes. Because I'm just like, love means boundaries to me. It does. And I've really, really called upon the energy of Red Rose Petals for that. You know what? When it comes to self-love, when I'm coaching people on self-love, mm. and I have my self-love coaching hat on, yeah. I tell people, self-love is not the Sunday night before work mm-hmm. that you put a face mask on, yeah. you're painting your toenails. Yeah. And you're watching some trash TV. That's yeah. lovely. Do that. Mm, it's cool. Do that. Yeah. Do that when you need to do that. When you need to just, you know, forget mm. about everything else. Said. But that's not self-love. Yeah. Mm. Self-love yeah. is boundaries. Self-love yeah. is being able to understand what somebody's saying to you mm-hmm. and realize and say, you're not saying mm-hmm. what actually you mm. need to be saying. Actually, yeah. you're just saying words. Yeah. You're just yeah. talking mm-hmm. for talking's sake. Yeah. Yeah exactly exactly so red rose petals get your red rose petals do it and um, they're also my favorite yeah honestly they smell you know what's just just smell this just mm. actually smell the actual thing itself Ooh, if you look it's <laughs> it's so nice i love it it's so nice so it's also also a uterine herb as well so all of the muscles around your sacred pilgrimage helps to tighten and tone those up as well so really good for that and then we have raspberry leaf and it, it, literally the ras the leaves from a raspberry bush so you could pick them your yourselves mm. um these are a uterine herb and these it's, it works slightly differently to red rose petals so red rose petals like i said will t- um tighten and tone your sacred pilgrimage muscles whereas raspberry leaf will help to strengthen them if yeah. that makes any sense so it's really good to drink before you're in your period and during your period as well to literally help strengthen them and what the way it works is that it's basically your hypothalamus will just be like yeah we need to send lots of oxygen down there yeah so oxygen will then be converted into food for your muscles so it's literally just flooding it with lots of oxygen and that's what will help to actually strengthen your muscles so you don't have as much period pains if that makes any sense so that's you ever had period pains Oh, <laughs> I can't even imagine what it's like if you have um, endometriosis and like hearing the horror stories from the doctors as well, claiming that <laughs> from, from years ago, even sometimes now, just don't, you know, dismissing women as being dramatic, Always. just wanting um, attention. I was diagnosed last year and I've been alive for longer than a year. It's ridiculous, isn't I've it? I've been having a period for mm. many, many years. Mm. And actually for a very long time, I used the implant mm. because when I got the implant, I've tried like almost every, every you know, contraception that possibly is. Yeah. But the implant was the only one that stopped my periods. Mm. And to me, that was perfect answer. Obviously, things yeah. were doing mashup down there mm. yeah. <laughs> because you're not going through the natural process yeah. of what you should be. Yeah. And also, this is not to say to anybody who does use um, contraception that there's a problem with that. It's yeah. up to you. Yeah. I've just come to... I mean, I only stopped using last year. Mm. I made that decision. I said, you know what? It's time to take out my implant for the second time. Mm. Now is the time where I really need to just... I need to let my body do what my body yeah. needs to do instead. Yeah. So that was what I did. But I could be here for days to tell you horror stories that I have had. Mm. And going mm. into the GP and to be told there's nothing wrong with you. It's ridiculous, isn't it? It's so ridiculous. Or, yeah, you do get pain. Just, yeah, deal with it. 
Hmm. Well, hopefully, yoni semen will help with, mm. with with some of that. So yeah. Okay, so That's now nice. the next one we have is marigold. Mm. And marigold, the state the exact, well, not the exact same type of one that grows um in the fields here in the UK, but it's definitely easy to grow. Mm. So marigold is a cleanser, and the way it works is that it actually induces your muscles to start sweating from the inside out which is great for detoxification, especially if you have endometrium, I'm sorry, endometriosis. So it helps those, all of those, or as many of those cells to actually break down as well, rather than being um, collected and sitting stagnant on your endometrium. So that's marigold. And I just love it. It makes the bowl look really pretty as well. (laughs) Can I ask you before you put the next one? Yeah. Where do you get your herbs from? So I normally get my herbs from a, a range of places. So there's Starchild in Glastonbury. Okay. And that's a herbal um, shop and apothecary. There's Nils Yards as well. So Nils Yards, if I don't get it from Nils Yards, I get it from some scoop shops, which mm-hmm. are here in Bristol. So I get them from there. Um, Whole Foods as yeah. well so if I normally get them in bulk so I get them from Whole Foods as well so yeah those four places that's amazing yeah and it's really nice to know that I can actually get a lot of these that are actually grown in the UK yeah. as well I think the only one that I get that isn't grown in the UK will probably be the red rose petals so I really like the ones from Pakistan Afghanistan and Morocco okay cool specifically yeah um but the Moroccan one that's the one that we're using this blend mm. it's out of this world it's just out uh, and then we have rosemary. So we've got rosemary, the same type of rosemary you use in cooking as yeah, well. Yeah, I was looking at that, I was like, I swear I've got that in my kitchen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of these, you'll be surprised, are actually already in, um, yeah, your kitchen cupboard. So mm-hmm. the amount of times when I'm doing this, a, um, a live yoni steam and someone joins in, it's like, quick, I'm just going to go to my kitchen. One sec, I'm just going to go to my kitchen, get this. <laughs> yeah, I never steam about rosemary because rosemary is an incredibly um powerful cleanser and antioxidant as well um sorry antiseptic mm. so in terms of the actual quality or so not the quality but maybe the weight of yeah. it is quite heavy so it will actually help to physically draw away any dead skin cells or blood cells or anything that starts sitting and yeah just stuck yeah. in your womb basically I know it sounds disgusting but that it just is what it is so it helps to draw those away, well, which is really cool. Toxic, toxic exactly. It does. It does. So rosemary is really, really good for that. And then it's antiseptic as well. So it also helps to um, stop the growth of any bacteria or anything like lodging itself onto, mm. onto any of your yoni muscles, specifically your endometrium and your uterus. Mm-hmm. So those are the basic herbs. So only six basic herbs. Oh, no, I lied. Sorry. Mm-hmm. two more to go mugwort I never steam about mugwort like just I take the it. rest of you know, it I was asking you before we even started yeah. um recording because yeah. I smoke it and drink it mm. mugwort yeah and for those of you who don't know mugwort is also really really good for when especially when there's a new moon and you just mm-hmm. want to have you know mm. not like you want to have lucid dreams but yeah. you want to understand what's going yeah. on yeah yeah it's helped to take you into that space. It really, Drink really does. Drink it or smoke it, mm-hmm. but do it because it's it's strong. Mm-hmm. Especially if you get the good stuff, it's yeah. strong. It really don't is. Don't be doing too much. Yep, <laughs> definitely. I'd say as a start, if someone wants to get um start working with mugwort, just put a little bit. 
in some tissue or something and put under your pillow yeah and you can sleep yeah. with it that way also if you put it under your pillow it's good for um manifesting money and like mm-hmm. wrap it in um a tissue and put it in your purse to doing that tonight money. doing that tonight hello yeah, <laughs> yeah. and do you know what mm-hmm. I tell you that does work because as I was coming to your house, mm-hmm. did I not find money on the streets? Hallelujah. I found money on the streets. Hallelujah. I <laughs> said, finally, this street. <laughs> <laughs> I it's something for me. Yes. <laughs> walking in financial abundance, walking into financial abundance all the time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, Michael, I love steaming with it and actually having like an intention that helps helps me yeah. with, with when it yeah, outside of lucid, like using it for lucid dreaming, I don't want to like astral projection, but just like a, a connection to a higher power. Yeah, I love being able to steam with it and like using the power of that in my intention. So using it for a higher power, using it for manifestation or exactly. part of like tantra and like yeah. energy, all of that is really great. In terms of maybe if we just think about it physically, it's it's an so it means it helps to bring on bleeding, but it won't do that outside of your outside of like your natural cycle the thing with semen it doesn't change anything in like dramatically what it does it just helps to get your body back to its natural rhythm and cycle and then yoni semen supports that so for example if you're menopausal it's not going to bring back your period i'm just just want to put that out there so if you have um irregular periods mugwort is really really good for helping just to again just to again um, balance out your cycle get everything ticking along nicely again and then not to be confused so the one i did just put in is motherwort that's also an amenagogue and that's really good for anyone who has um i wouldn't i don't want to say like spotty periods it's more so absent and Mm. irregular periods the way motherwort works is that rather than more so affecting your yoni it more so affects your heart so it's like literally it's latin name is leonardo's cardiaca so lion heart mm. so if you're stressed it's really good to use mother walk. what happens when your body is stressed it you can't be on your period and be in an extreme state of stress at the same time so your body's just like your period yeah. just has to go so, yeah um so what mugwort will come, sorry, motherwort will come and do is then it dispels any acid that's sitting on your heart and then also helps to break any of it down that's in your body. And then once your body restores to some sort of normality, then your period will come back and then hopefully be um, a lot more regular. Yeah. So that's how motherwort works. And those are eight of the, I suppose, like I'd say, base herbs that, that I that I use in terms of now making this a lot more suitable for endo for endometrium Mm. we've got lemon balm so lemon balm is a pelvic decongestion so anything that's sitting stagnant literally I think pretty much what it says in the tin like just helps to decongest your your um yeah your your yoni specifically that will work on your holy pathway and then your I say it's, it's your holy pathway and your endometrium mm. is where that will work specifically. And then here we have nettle and mm. nettle is a really good cleanser as well. And what that does is it helps to specifically rejuvenate new new cells. So new, um, yeah, actual like tissue cells itself, but then also red blood cells and oxygen. So it keeps on pumping your yoni with oxygen. The more oxygen your yoni gets, 
the more likely it, is, it will be to return back to its alkaline state. Yeah. So the more oxygen that comes in, the more acid is broken down. So it gives the cells that I suppose will help to produce even more of your endometri more endometrious natural yeah. cells. Um, there's nothing for that to feed off because that feeds off of a lot of sugar. Yeah. So if it break it breaks that down, helps to alkalize the area bit by bit over over time. So I say that's sort of like a basic endometriosis yeah. mix here. Can I also ask mm -hmm. if you were to make this blend, could you face steam with it as well? Yeah, you can. Yeah. Yeah. So with all the blends that I make, you can drink them as teas, you can put them in your bath, you can steam your face with them as well. So yeah. I would I'd say with steaming your face, lemon balm and rosemary are really, really, mm. really good. Lemon balm has slight acid, um, not acidic, but citrusy and um peppermint or like minty properties yeah. to it. So really nice. And then the red rose petal just like gives your skin like a really nice like glow and a boost, a swell, which is lovely. Um, I've just seen another herb, which is yarrow. This is also a pelvic decongestion. And this is really good for anyone who has fibroids, endometriosis, PCOS or cysts as well. Um, Fortunate, normally you get more than one. Mm. Yeah. In that category. Yeah. So yarrow. Yeah. Yarrow is amazing. And it's really good that you mentioned that um you um saw money on your way over because yarrow is really good if you want to work with goddess ocean. That's mm. the herb that's connected to her. And she's the goddess of like abundance and prosperity yeah. as well. So yeah, I'd say that's a really good, but also like basic endometriosis mix right there. So do you want to give it a smell? Ooh. I love this. This literally smells like, you know, when you go to like an authentic cafe and you get a herbal tea? Mm, this is yeah. what that gives me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Right, I'm going to go boil the kettle while yeah. you're sniffing, sniffing I'm that. I'm sniffing, sniffing. Mm. <laughs> it's boiling now and I'm going to stir it because it's my mix, right? Mm -hmm. So can you stir for somebody or is that not part of it? I prefer to let people stir it themselves and just like, you know, it's your mix, like mm. sit with it. I just also like to think that it's a chance to like maybe infuse it with your own energy yeah. and intention as well. And that's not something that I can do for someone, mm. you know, I like to, there, there's a lot of the practice that's to do with people having that connection with themselves and like really having to think for themselves. Yeah. And as, um, women or people who identify as women um we just have so much decided for us exactly. especially when it comes to I think like one our body and then two how we show up in the world yeah um so it, I can totally understand that if for some people when they first hear oh my gosh like I've got to have a reconnection with my body I've got to answer a question I've got to think of an intention it's just like it can be overwhelming and this is the beginning of your self-love journey is understanding mm. your body. Yeah, yeah. And that's 100%. when you know you can give it what it needs, when yeah. it needs it. Exactly, exactly. So I'm just like something as simple as, you know, you sitting there staring, you'll hurt yourself. It's, it's, it's something small, but it's, it's a start. It's yeah. something, you know. So, it's amazing. Yeah. So what I'm going to ask you now, mm -hmm. how did you get into yoni steaming? <laughs> so this is definitely where like mental health comes into it. So I want to put some trigger warnings um, out there. We will be putting a trigger warning on this episode. 
Oh, okay. Just in cool. case, um, for anybody like we're talking about self love and mm. endometriosis, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, so they don't freak out. Yeah. Okay. Well, unfortunately, I was in a state of trauma when I first came about um, yoni steaming. So I'd heard about yoni steaming maybe about six months before I'd actually. What was it? But uh, do you know what? My mind, in terms of like how. I suppose I think it's like post-traumatic stress mm. disorder is that I'm really bad with timings and yes. calculations, especially if I have to go back yeah. in time. So I'm just going to say between six and 12 months <laughs> before doing a Yoni steam is when I'd actually heard about it, but I just wasn't empowered at that time. Fast forward six or 12 months, <laughs> or six to 12 months. Yeah. Um, I unfortunately had been like attacked by by someone and it was like really quite like very brutal to the point where you know I managed to escape mm. um you know went to the police it went to court and all of that um but it was while it was while I was getting I think like my statement together and that took like maybe about three three months when I had I was just really, really struggling. I was in such a low point yeah. in my life and with myself. I wasn't getting any sleep. Um, I found it really hard to actually actively participate in my life, especially if I had to make decisions for um, for myself. And I was experiencing panic attacks all the time, along with anxiety attacks and flashbacks. And the flashbacks would be when I was awake or asleep. Mm. And I was just in such a desperate state. I was just like, I need something. I was just like, I need something to feel alive. Yeah. Rather than, I literally felt like a, a ghoul or a ghost or something. I was literally just like a shadow, just wandering of around. yourself, yeah. Yeah. And so that's when I was just like, well, do you know what? This steaming, let me just try it. Yeah. Let me just try it. So I did it. I just... I could pop from my dad's kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we got to do what we got to do. Exactly, you know? exactly. But don't worry, I glowed up, people. Don't worry, <laughs> I glowed up. I glowed up. Um, yes, yeah, so I did, did it. I squatted over a pot. I didn't even do it properly because, like, Lord knows I cannot squat for a long time. <laughs> so I ended up even, like, sitting on the edge of my bed with it, like, trying to get my yoni, like, <laughs> over the pot as much as possible. Yeah. And I woke up the next day feeling... There, there aren't actually any words dynamic, alive, energetic. Yeah. But I also felt, I felt so connected to myself again that I genuinely felt powerful. I was just mm. like, am I Storm from yeah. X-Men? Am I Oya? Mm. Like, am I Xena the Warrior Princess? Am I Hulk? Like, I was so ready. Like, I was so confident in myself and just feeling so alive. I was like, right, who wants to fight with me? Because I will take you. Exactly. Like, I felt, not that I wanted to use that to fight yeah. with someone, but I was just like, you oh just my gosh, I'm so energy. on it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So that's how I first came into it. But it was at the, it was through a book, Sacred Woman, written by this woman called Queen Afua. I think she's based in Brooklyn. Queen. Queen Afua. She sounds familiar. I wouldn't be surprised if you haven't heard of, of her name. Like she is very, very well known. Mm. She should be way more well known than she is, but black women in the holistic health industry. Anyway, mm. yeah. We shall move. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. So you just put the lid over it for about five minutes. So the steam that you can see coming out now, yeah. that's got a lot of the oils in it. So we don't want that to escape. Mm. So by putting a lid on it, um, yeah, it just helps to like the, the heat, it will it will it will cool down. Yeah. But the herbs, it's like the steam will um because there's nowhere for it to go, it just basically goes back into the into like the, the mixture, into the bowl. Yeah. So when you do actually steam with it, you're not missing out on any of the actual oils. oils. 
yeah. Um, what was I even saying? So Queen of Hoa. Yes, it was it was in her book. It yeah. was in her book where I read about it. And it's honestly doing a yoni steam was like the best thing ever in my life because I was at such a low point and then to then it's almost like it was a rebirth like mm. literally I was born you know don't get me wrong it's not like I did a yoni steam and then all of a sudden like my life was great like I still have I still it's nowhere near as bad but I still experience um anxiety yeah same here some a panic attack every now and then but it's way more under control and I definitely have a lot more um tools to be able to deal to deal with panic attacks especially if I'm out and about but um yep it's it's like I got myself back a thousand times over and for for me because you know that 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 attack really it for me I was just like you know what I set myself the intention of saying, of just wanting to find out why I kept on being abused at the hands of men. Yeah. Because I, unfortunately, during those three months when I was just in bed, like couldn't even leave my house or anything, I had a lot of time to think. Yeah. And I was just like, it's not like it's the first time, it's just the worst that it's ever been. been. And I was just like, why? And that's what I said to myself, detention. It was just like, why does this keep on happening? And also, how do I make sure I'm never in that type of situation um, again? So I went on a massive journey mm. to um, reclaim myself and really redefine my womanhood for myself. Because one of my first things was to look at just the interactions that I kept on having with, with men and what that was shaped by and like the journey that just took me on it you you know one minute I'm looking at my family then I'm looking at the church then I'm looking at the black community then I'm looking at femininity and even with that I was like the image of femininity is is white women I was just like I'm not a white woman growing up that's what we knew was femininity yeah so I was just okay how do I define my femininity outside of basically trying to um copy white women mm. and it yeah it's it's just been a lot it's just been a lot I think the the, the major thing that I kept on coming back to for myself because I am a very spiritual person mm. was religion because yeah. that's why I got a lot of my teaching from around around womanhood and it just seemed like it was just such a negative experience and it's I was just so like I refuse to sacrifice I refuse to compromise I refuse to swallow myself I refuse to make myself smaller but then I was just like if I really and you know it was really painful because though I had to go I, I couldn't I just had to go back and really revisit some really traumatic experiences yeah and the only time I could really do that was when I was doing actually doing a yoni thing because of my whole body my whole being had to be in some sort of state of relaxation rather than panic panic exactly. panic because then blocks just came up and it's just like even now there were some blocks that have been in place that I, I can't remember so many things yeah. and that's another thing that really angered me because during the court court cases and stuff like that I wasn't reliable because there were some things that I just didn't, didn't remember and you know what that's like there's a word for it um because I go to therapy for that mm. um 
I was saying to my therapist, you know, and she said the name, but I can't for the life of me. But there is a part of the brain that does that out of protection yeah. for us. Yeah, I know what you're on about, and yeah. I don't remember the word ever, but I know exactly what you're on about. Yeah, it literally yeah. shut, because I have that. And, yeah. You know, it's, it's so weird when I've had my siblings tell me stories of things that have happened mm. where I've been the, the victim, and I'm yeah. like, I don't, that does not like, I just don't remember that. Like, and they're like, yeah, mm. and I'm like, did you dream down the like yeah. no, like they're literally mm. giving me dates, time, yeah. the year, the yeah. place we were at. And yeah. I'm like, the whole thing has just blocked, but it's it's because we unfortunately when we do suffer with mental health, we then to tend to spend most of our time in that flight or fight mode. Yeah. And your body is yeah. like things need to shut down, things need yeah. to in order for us to actually physically survive at least physically isn't it yeah and that's the thing like when I really did this journey to go back I was just like well everything that I've been taught about in terms in terms of because you know I said I don't want to sacrifice I don't want to struggle I don't want to live just from a survival mode and all I don't I also don't want to diminish myself or make myself smaller and also I don't want to live for someone else's own purposes or gain or whatever and all of these are the things that I was taught about womanhood you know, I was literally taught Eve was made for Adam, like booming from the pulpit, like Eve was made for Adam, she was made from Adam's rib, it goes God, man, and then women, and you know, even all of these like Bible verses, women must submit to men, and it's just like, but right after that it says that men or husbands must also submit to their wives, and he must love her just as Christ loved the church. Men always stop as soon as they hear while submit to husbands, it's like they've reached reached their reading capacity, that's it. (laughs) Or that bit where it says um, women mustn't speak in church or lead prayers or anything like that. I'm just like, hold up. Where is God in that sentence? Just because that made it into the Bible, it doesn't, you know. So basically, no, let me just finish with that one, actually, because this one's deep. No, this one, it hurts my heart so hard. That's what Paul said. Yeah. It never said anywhere in the Bible, and it never will say anywhere in the Bible, that God said to Paul that Paul must say to the people such and such and such. Paul was jealous of Mary Magdalene, who was Jesus' most closest disciple. She was the first Christian. She was the first person who saw him after his um, resurrection. Do you know what I'm saying? She was actually there in his crucifixion. And they have the nerve to write women out of spirituality, out of history, out of the Bible. And how, you know, how to really look at how that's now shaped my sense of womanhood. Because all of it came from the church. And it was just like, you are made for a man. You do not have your own reason for existence no you, you just do not need have to your own autonomy yeah none of that human, like yeah like it's like we're we're not even human yeah to the level of men exactly we're exactly missing out on like parts yeah yeah exactly and that's honestly what we were what I what I was taught yeah same here and I'm just like so much of my life up until this point because this all happened when I was I, I, you know there's a part of how old was I even maybe 26 I was 26 yeah when this all um, happened. And so I was just like, up until that point, my whole life had been lived from, had been made a very gendered experience. And it's because I'm a woman, I have to be, not even that I have to be lesser than, I just am. Yeah. And I was just like, the devil is a liar. You know what's worse than that? It's like, there's that fact of you're a woman, so you are less than. Mm. And then when you add black, black. women, yeah. you're a woman, you're yeah. less than, but yeah. you have to be strong. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God, can someone help me? CPR machine, come and just resuscitate everything. It's so hard living from those two places. So it's like, like what do you mean? Mm. 
Mm. What do you mean? I have yeah. to be strong, but I'm less yeah. than. Yeah, exactly. I have to be feminine, but then I can't even... I, but then femininity is seen as a weakness. Okay, so I need to be strong, but now I can't emasculate someone. So that means I can't go for that degree. Yeah. I can't go for that master's. Well, I can't go for that PhD. I now can't go for that job that yeah. makes more than my husband. But if I do then go for that job where I make more than my husband because he's a dusty, now I have to be given part of my paycheck to him. And it's just like, just let me live. Like, just let me live. Just let me live. And I was just like, I really got to a point where I was just like, I absolutely fucking refuse to ever live from a place of being smaller but I so. had never I didn't know what it meant to be safe and be allowed to at least explore yeah. my womanhood and femininity and boundaries and self-love and to live from that place of autonomy agency and freedom so I was just like you know what I've been told that Ioni has all the answers to everything so I'm going to consult my Ioni and it was been a really lovely journey because what I I don't even want to say discover what I rediscovered Mm. were a pantheon of gods goddesses and energies that don't even have a gender or anything and I was really able to use all of all of those whereas within Christianity you just got these male figureheads and it's just like I can't what am I talking to Jesus about when it's this is a, an issue that is specifically gendered to my womanly experience? Do you know what it is? Christianity <clears throat> and most major religions have completely misconstrued mm. what it is. Because if we take it right back to basics in spirituality, when they say male and female, mm. it's actually the energy in energy. which yeah. that deity, that God that spirit possesses mm. there is it's not a man walking mm. down the road it's not yeah. your neighbor Bob mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's not you and this Bob <laughs> Bob has never hurt me <laughs> next thing I'm Barbara <laughs> so true so true yeah, yeah but ain't your neighbor Bob and you know what and major religions have allowed people to think that that's what it is yeah that mm-hmm. god is a man yeah. therefore mm. men are at the very top and exactly. that's not true exactly and this was it just played a major part there wasn't one single part of my in terms of like what i'd actually experienced before in terms of my womanhood that wasn't related to what i was taught in spirituality mm-hmm. and the thing is is that I, I love spirituality. I yeah. love God and the goddess. I love the divine father and the divine mother and all of them in between, inside yeah. and outside of, you know what I mean? Um, and so I found it really empowering when, you know, I, I, I just, I had the space, the time, the freedom and the safety to really explore all of this. Yeah. So on one hand, I was, you know, exploring spirituality and also allowing spirits, to present themselves to me as well yeah and then at the same time I was I, I went on my own personal hunt you don't even understand at one point I thought I was going to blow up the um, Sistine Chapel I thought I was going to go I like I thought every I, I was so ready to go to Italy I was like Pope we, me and him are going to fight I was so In the ready courtyard, right now <clears throat> yeah come here yeah because because the thing is the thing that makes it even worse is that when I look back I was conditioned from a re- incredibly young age let's just check on this so mm. I think you should be ready to give this a go now okay. so at least sit sit on it and mm. then um 
you know, let me just be sensible and use this because this is why I got this. Okay. It's good one of us is thinking. <laughs> thinking ain't reading. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so yeah, so what I do is literally just sit, sit on it, but again, lower yourself comfortably. Yeah. Um, and just feel just feel it for temperature now. If it's too hot, it's fine. You can just That's all right. leave it. These seats are sturdy, you just need to lower yes. yourself slowly onto them. Yes, it's me. And they're made from organic natural pine as well. In terms of I was saying, you went on a hot yeah. hunt. Yeah, it's not even that, like, I was just so angry and that didn't make my mental health any better. Mm. Because the thing is, is that I have always been taught if anything happens to you that's bad in your life, it's your fault and it's because you didn't listen to a man. Yeah. Basically. So I was just like living so much of my life. On one hand, there was my authentic self, which was, you know, it was my intuition, like, Mm screaming at me to be like no this is wrong no you have the right to do this no don't do that but then there was the actual you know everything in the real world was just saying it's not safe for you to say no yeah it's not safe for you to have boundaries it's not safe for you to act like you have any type of freedom whatsoever Mm -hmm. so in terms of I, I had to live just from a place of survival and it was really hard to live in between those two places because I was just like, I didn't, I couldn't trust myself, you know, being able to make your own decisions, being able to think for yourself is part of mental health. Exactly. You know what I mean? I just didn't have any trust for myself because I was just like, oh, well, actually, Eve had, you know, she she made a choice, but it was a bad one. Oh, but then yeah. didn't this happen to Jezebel? Oh, but then didn't Esther do that? Oh, yeah. but you know all of these women in the bible you know the only stories unless you're marrying yeah any other story about a woman is going to be something to do with like deceit betrayal lie or whatever now you know that was the closest reflection that I had to myself in spirituality so I mm. thought well if that's what all of these women experience then of course I'm, I can't be trusted to make decisions for yeah. myself and it's just like what the heck so there's that and there's also I had to live out of my masculine for the sake of survival so yeah. I had to ignore well, first of all, like I was taught that my periods are just disgusting anyway. Exactly. And so I had to ignore that and live very in in a very linear term. And that messed with my, my mental health as well. Because I was just like, there's there's something that I can't change about my body that I just I just can't get away from. It's disgusting. So I thought, therefore, I am disgusting. disgusting. So that, you know, just not having that love for myself, not being able to make decisions for myself, not trusting in myself. And then also I was blamed for the attack as yeah. well. My dad blames me and he's the very first person who taught me that, you know, being a woman just isn't safe. Yeah. He's very patriarchal. So doing all of this work and having to really like retrace like the steps of my own life and, you know, take a magnifying glass to everything. Yeah. Everything that I, that was basically pretty much like a screaming red flag in my face but that I had either chosen to ignore or um, subconsciously ignore just because because society had taught me, you know, no, that that guy's stalking you. Oh, that's so romantic. You've got 20 missed calls in 20 minutes. Oh, he must really want you. And in my head, I'm just like, I no, this, I don't feel safe. I don't like this. I don't like this. I just don't like it. But then being like, Oh, but my friends are telling me that's romantic. That's yeah. cute. Okay, I'm going to go along with that. Yeah. So then, you know, you we're know entering. What? Yeah, it's, it's the thing when I talk about love and I say there's eight different types of love, mm. and we're only taught that 
one and that's the romantic love mm. but we're not even taught it in its totality yeah like you're saying 20 mm. missed calls in yeah. 20 minutes that's yeah why would you do that yeah you know exactly yet society sees that we see all the disney movies mm. you know somebody's that i keep telling people i could never be seeking you because mom's causing burglary in my yard honestly honestly honestly. and then you're gonna wake me up as well yeah yeah no seriously and it's just like it all of those things just mess with my mental health and the thing that makes it even worse is that one I didn't even realize so up until May yeah up until about 26 I had no idea that I had a flurry of negative mental health problems yeah um not only that I'm black yeah. in the black community. Oh, up until recently, mental health. Take it to church. Cast your burden onto Jesus. That was it. That was it. Or, tell you know, your mom you have mental health problems. You tell you wash the dishes when you have something exactly. to do. What? No. What do you have to be sad about? Yeah, at your age. Uh huh. When I was your age, I had this and this and that. So, so that means you can't exist at the same time. Don't you also have mental health problems? Where did I even get my mental health problems from? Okay. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So it's a mixture of things. And I just thought Yoni steaming for me, it really, again, it helped with my mental health on a physical level because my, um, my hormones were all out of whack. I'm mm. telling you, out of whack. And I didn't have any... Um, oxytocin yeah so oxytocin is the um herb you know it's a hormone that's all to do with connection so it's connection to self connection to other people not only that it helps in terms of like linear thinking making decisions and planning as well um I didn't have any of that Mm. until the the best I could do was wake up have a shower pour myself some crunchy nut cornflakes beyond that I couldn't function throughout the day and this, this was like straight like very much like straight after the straight after the attack and for like a few a few months um and then when I had a better understanding like of my body in terms of like when it's best to to actually steam and actually been able to actually address my mental health like have an honest conversation with mm-hmm. myself about it and be like this is wrong like for, for like fuck everything mm-hmm. you've heard because all of that stuff clearly hasn't worked for you because look at where you are now so I was just like I just have to I just I don't care who I'm dismissed and I don't care who I'm disrespectful to I'm putting myself first yeah. and if people want to call me selfish fine I don't like anyone anyway <laughs> do you know what I mean I was like I'm good yeah. like I'm good so the right people will come to you that's yeah. what I always tell people yeah the right people will come to you and the ones mm. that don't need to be there they'll yeah, disappear I'm fine. I am fine you forget seven months down the line you say ah, I've another for a nickel <laughs> Like, <laughs> I know you're going to your phone and it's uh, I can't be asked. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, just, yeah, I really leveled up in terms of who I'm actually letting in my life, not being a doormat, not trying to be so available and open to people. And another thing, I really was sick and tired of having to really put that massive effort in to let people know that I'm not an angry, bitter black woman. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was just like, I'm not going to the work dudes anymore unless I really want to. I'm not going to be all kiki 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 in men's faces, especially black men's faces, because it's always black men that called me angry, yeah. bitter, aggressive. So I was just like, I'm not kiki in with anyone. Mm-hmm. Like, and it really helped me to really be in touch with my most authentic self as well, because I'm a really private person. Yeah. 
I'm a very private person and it takes me a while to warm up to people I'm I'm not I'm not faking it anymore I don't have the energy to do that that, yeah and that helps with my mental health as well because because all of my energy was just going out towards other people and all I was really doing was basically I was it's like I was begging for people to see me as a human being and begging for validation as well also I was going to pick me I was going to pick me for men that I didn't even want Tell me about it. I can't even tell you how stupid I felt every day going home, being like, I made a fool of myself. I put myself out there. I competed with another woman. I competed with another sister for a man who I didn't even want. Do I even have his number in my phone? Do I know his name? Exactly. Do I know your name, bro? And I was just like, why did I do that? Oh, because I'm a woman. I've been taught that I exist for a man. I have to please him. I have to... I have to be on a shelf. I must make myself look pretty and accessible. Mm. I must have no standards or boundaries because I need to make myself available to all men. And that really messed with my mental health as well because I would get or I'd find myself in places with people that I just didn't like. And then I'd end up again, another like massive like trigger warning. We're going into like the sexual abuse area now. I'd end up experiencing goodness knows how much sexual abuse a lot of the sex that I'd had before 26 was actually non-consensual not saying that all of it was yeah just that a lot of it wasn't consensual because I had been worn down Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to say no no I at one point this is gonna sound mad at one point I didn't even know that I had the option to say no well we're not taught that are we exactly and we're taught that the only way you say no is by physically saying it out loud but even times when I physically said no it doesn't matter whether I laughed it I cried it I screamed it I said it I wasn't listened to anyway so it's just like why did you ask me yeah and you asked me and I've told you and now I'm playing hard to get now I'm being difficult now I think I'm too good for you now I like now I'm the whore of Babylon yeah now you love me yeah no when when did I ever say that (laughs) like I definitely no you're right I don't I don't I don't like I really really don't exactly you know what I mean and um again like that messed with my mental health because I was just like I because again there's that other part of me the authentic part that was just like you have every right to exist in this world like you are a human being so trying to again like live out of the two but when I wanted to live with and you know out of my most offensive sorry from my most authentic self yeah of course no that's you can't do that I couldn't because I just just wasn't safe yeah you can only live your authentic self under the patriarchy yeah within the male gaze yeah. within the status quo and you know don't try and be queer don't try and mm. be part of the lgbtq mm-hmm. community don't be doing the most yeah make sure you know how to cook and clean because uh, that's all we exist that's all for. yeah exactly Are you mad huh. <laughs> if you want to be a doctor if your husband is a surgeon you have to be a GP, you can't, you can't, I can't over, yeah, no, you can't, you can't rise above, yeah, you can't rise above, no, 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 excuse me, so, you know, things, things like that, and it really, it really just made me so mad to think of how much of my life I had lived from a place of survival, yeah, and just, like, in authenticity, and just, just all of that, and again, I, uh, I, I look back, I'm just like, that was not, 
me that yeah. I'm just that give that person a whole completely different name because that was not me I almost yeah. look at myself in pictures I'm just like I have no idea who the fuck I'm looking at yeah and it's just like other people just like Emma actually I'm just like no 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 that actually wasn't me yeah. I don't know who yeah. that was so with Yoni steaming again once I got a much better idea again of like how it actually works I was then able to I don't want to say manipulate but I was able to work with my body and then work with the with with the herbs in terms yeah. of like nature so during PMS is when I'm most likely to have an anxiety attack, a panic attack, or have, um, like I'm talking, it's not even outbursts of anger, like it's purely destructive rage. And like, I'm small and I'm a woman. I do not have the same physical strength as a man. So I can't go out there and be wanting to fight everyone. Cause you know, I can, you, you can end up dead just from saying no to a guy cause you don't want to give him his number. Yeah. That's just from me minding my own business. What if I now go and interrupt a guy and be like, oh, patriarchy, fuck you. Da, 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 da. I'm going to end up dead. So it's just like, okay, well, that's the time I'm most likely to create a blend with um, St. John's Warts and Passionflower because they're really good with helping to balance your, yeah. your hormones and like your emotions. Or I'm most likely to actually steam with a lot of red rose petals right before my period because I just want to be calm. I just yeah. want to be calm. I don't really do much anyway. I'm just going to be in bed yeah. if I don't have to go out. So, you know, really being able to take that on myself and just get like a much better understanding of who I am and once I did did that my mental health improved so much because so I was just like I'm not lying about I'm not lying to myself about who I am yeah I'm not lying to anyone about who I am and I actually I was just like I love everything about myself whether that's I'm I'm looking at myself purely as a woman yeah. as a, a human being or trying to look at myself from a non-gendered experience I was just like I'm gonna love myself exactly. and that really helped with my mental health because I was just like and even with the love as we spoke about earlier on I was just like okay my love isn't this soft fluffy pink heart my knife is a fucking sword I would drive exactly. it through anyone who fucks with me exactly. and that's where the level of my self-love got to because I was just like I'm not nice like honestly people must look at me and think I'm baby Yoda fuck that I'm Darth Vader all the way and Darth Vader is an absolute I know he's not typical when it comes to love <laughs> but Darth Vader is like my almost like my image of love because I'm just yeah. like I will fuck I, I will next level fuck someone up who tries of to course. fuck with me because that's I'm how much saying, I love myself saying, do you know what I mean you just come in my space um and I tell people all the time like it's about letting people in your space who are you letting in your mm. space what energy do you have afterwards yeah. what level of your own energy mm. do you have afterwards yeah how are you feeling mm. what was the conversation yeah 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 you know what my self-love is to the point where I will not be outside work and have small talk with you when I'm having a fight mm. if I want to talk to you yeah I'll walk down yeah. the block yeah. no problem mm. and I will say to you I don't want to have a conversation right now. I just want to smoke my pack. Yeah. In peace. Yeah. And feel no way about it yeah. as well. Yeah. I don't want to 100%. turn up to this party tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm not feeling it. Yeah. End of story. Not, I'm sick of my dad's dog, uh, yeah. guinea pig. How many excuses? Like, how many? Every week people will be thinking, where? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Every week now, I just don't want to talk to you. And do you know what? That's also another thing in terms of my mental health was when I became a lot more authentic, and especially my cycle that played a massive part in my mental health. Because again, P 
PMS, I cannot be around people because that's the time I'm most likely to fight with someone. Like, I can't, again, I I just want to live from a peaceful place and also be peaceful as well. So I will know then in terms of my mental health, I cannot be around people. Yeah. Like, I can't. And if I am around people, I'm going to be... I'm just going to be straight. I don't even want to say open and honest. Like your cycle is natural. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like I will tell people at work, I'm on my period. So if I'm a bit slow to respond or I'm just like, I'm keeping myself to myself, it's because I'm on my period and I just don't want to be around anyone. Yeah. And I did that today at work. It felt so, it felt so good. Um, and then also, even maybe when it comes to ovulation, like Jesus Christ, I'm the biggest flirt in my life when it comes to ovulation those estrogen levels will be neurologically conning me every way, left, right, and centre. You know what, yeah, I don't even conform to gender ball. When it comes to that, <laughs> my body says, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've been looking at people, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> are you <laughs> doing, John? You're right. Oh, not Bob anymore. Ah, this body, I'm a okay. <laughs> Honestly. I'll be looking at everybody, John, Harriet, mm. Josephina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyone can get it. Yeah. Anyone can get it. It doesn't matter <laughs> what your gender is. Yeah. That's calm. Yeah. I'm like, oh, calm down. Mm. Mm. I have to stay home. Really? I am dangerous. Oh, wow. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah. So it's like the opposite for me, PMS. Yeah. I have to stay home. If you ovulation, you have to stay home. I'm home. I'm not going nowhere because everybody is fine. Yeah, okay. Even the homeless <laughs> beggar. Fine, fine girl. No pimple. No pimple. Fine girl. <laughs> Honestly, it's so bad. I'm like, mm. what is wrong with you? I tell my friend, I'm not going, I'm not going anywhere. Mm. Unless I'm going to my friend, because that's the only other person that I know that can just deal with it and yeah. just leave me yeah. in the corner. Yeah. And just be like, do you want food? Yeah. <laughs> Are you hungry? Yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> just going to slide your food over yeah. and walk away. Yeah. I'm not making eye contact. This is good. <laughs> How's your yoni scene feeling, by the it's way? Great. I was just about to say the lavender has hit. Okay. Now you know what I'm talking about when I'm doing my Yoni Steams live, right? There's always a point for anyone who's listening. I do Yoni Steams live on Instagram, and there's always a point where I say to people, "Okay, people, the lavender's hit, like it's hit." And the speech pre-lavender, post, and during lavender is different. I'm feeling it. I'm yeah. feeling it. I'm feeling it. Just so people know, I'm not some crazy. I'm not not to like stigmatize like mental health. Yeah. But do you know what I mean? So people know that, you know, I'm not, I haven't just like switched up halfway exactly. through my life. Exactly. Scenes. But yeah, you can, you really feel it when the lavender, yeah, it just hits that sweet spot. So yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But again, at lavender, it was so good for helping with yoni steaming to just like calm my yeah. brain down, especially when I first start, like the first three months of yoni steaming, because my mind was still in that place of, oh gosh, it, it, it was just really horrible because I was, like having to deal with the police. Yeah. No, I think, do you know what? Actually made it worse. It was actually the police and the way they handled it in the courts. And then after when this guy got out of jail, because let me tell you something, this guy had me in his house barricaded for six hours, attempted to kill me. Sorry, trigger warning. Mm. And I escaped. This guy was in jail. He practically went to court. I didn't have to go to court, which I found out after that it would have been better if I did go actually. Um, he got a slap on the wrist 
and was just let of go. Course. Nothing. Suspended sentence. Nothing. Are the you guy, nothing. Surprised about Babylon. But do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what? It was through this journey that I my eyes were open to so much because before then, again, I'd been taught that men are just like everything. So for some reason, I don't, I must have thought I was a white woman, a rich white woman, a rich old white woman, because for some reason I thought the justice system would work for for me. And I was just like, when had I ever seen it work before? And then I thought, I, I somehow thought my dad would be helpful to me, like blamed me for the, like, course, the whole yeah. thing, like it was all my fault. Um, um, loads of people, because the guy who did it was a poet and I was part of like the poet um, um, community in London, especially the, the black poetry mm. and creative community, all of those people, even women were, because he was very online about it and I hardly said anything. Um, there were loads of women in his corner, black women in his corner. And I was just like, oh my gosh. So then that really opened my eyes to um, internalize misogyny yeah. and then women who support the patriarchy. So it at is this so point, it just, problematic mm. and it should have been left yeah. in 19. I don't even know the year. Mm. I should not have been born mm. to even have black women mm. internalizing the patriarchy and yeah. serving it. Yeah. When we have time and time again, never, ever, mm-hmm. even when we fought for racism, mm-hmm. even, when we have never, bitch, mm-hmm. exactly, get much. Ne- no, never, 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 never. But you know what? It was at that point. Um, because I was leaning a lot more into my spirituality, I'd already come across, um, is it comedic? Yeah, I'd already mm. come across that comedic spirituality. Um, and that for me was like my saving grace. Not only did I have a mixture of genders when it came to yeah. gods and goddesses, but they were black. So I got to see myself reflected and I had so many to go to. And it was just like, I think it was new. Sekhmet, Hathor, that and my art that I felt really, really drawn to, yeah. and just like really like using the the teachings and the wisdom. I was just like, oh my gosh! So uh, for anyone who doesn't know, can you describe what that is? Kemetic. So, mm. um, ancient Kemetic or just Kemetic um, society in general is ancient Egyptian. Mm society or religion it's just ancient Egyptian and this was way before I suppose like the Nubian kingdoms the Kushite kingdoms I suppose like Greek and Roman um and maybe even Mesopotamian cultures came in so we're talking strictly 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 like black Egyptians like full-on Kemetic um and yet just that society and I really was drawn to again like their religion mm. and not, I didn't even want to call it religion I was drawn to their spirituality yeah um I was drawn to Nut because like I'm really into astrology yeah. and Nut is basically like the grandmother of all of the skies she holds all of the stars within within her her body and um yeah I just I just felt incredibly drawn drawn to that especially because like the moon and the moon specifically is a feminine energy yeah and I was just like I actually really like that it seems as though she, she looks very sort of like passive but still has like a dominance yeah. and is mysterious as well and there's always more to find out and they would like always get to see like different sides of her and we can work with her literally every week of of every month so I really like that I love that about the African spirituality when mm. you look at the even how they're depicted now yeah the ones that 
possess feminine energy mm. they may look beautiful but you know you even through the picture mm. that somebody draws you can see the power that they yeah. hold yeah exactly like, how have we gone from that to believing we have no power Honestly, the devil is a liar. That's why it's the patriarchy. But again, this was such a massive part of me, just like relearning myself and relearning everything that I had been that I had been taught and just been like, okay, like what actually is it? Because again, growing up in a Christian household, I was just like, no, what are the actual origins of this? Yeah. And then I, it just took me right back to, to Kemet. Yeah. Yeah, it took me right back to Kemet. Um, but yeah, I loved it. I loved seeing my art. I was just like, yeah, my art is where the original commandments come come from yeah and it's a woman as well who's in charge of law order duty like and balance so I was just like why the fuck was I not what well, the fuck know, was that every time women do stand up we prove it time again if we even look at COVID mm. the countries that had women yeah as leaders mm-hmm. they flourished they got over it a lot quicker everyone was looked after a lot more rather than the disparities that we're seeing in countries that are led by men mm-hmm. instead and it's just like I don't know how many more times we have to use history and even present circumstances as an example the thing is though I know why but I was just like I refuse to ask anyone for permission because I don't need anyone yeah. permission for me to live my own life you know exactly. what I mean and that's where the boundaries come in yeah. and that's why I fuck with goddess Happel. like I fuck with her you don't understand the level to the point where I had a vision of her and I'm shook you know, I'm still shook because she's a she's a bull-headed goddess and she's also a moon goddess as well mm. and she appeared to me in the vision of a bull and the way I'm scared of cows in real life you don't even understand I'm terrified and I live out here in the village yeah when I go for walks in the fields if I see a cow I'm out I'm really? good I'm good <laughs> I'm good I remember I went wild camping one time and I went to go pack down my tent I went for a walk came back the cows were surrounding my tent I was like I'm gonna have to leave it <laughs> they left in the end but I was ready I was just like my everything is in there I will go I'm not dying out here because of my tent for some cows I'm good do you know what I love cows really I love cows I grew up on a farm grew up yeah in them, so oh that's really cute I've always been around cows that's goats. really cute so yeah I love them and you know the way people are like goats are stubborn they're like one of my favorite animals because mm-hmm. I will stand off with a goat you know really that's the kind of thing I would do I'm just like is that because I'm a cat I'm just like okay I get you you get me but only one of us can be in this space yeah. right now so like rough you know it's like rough I'm giving you your food go <laughs> Billy God grass go exactly. you know what I was saying but no half like I'm talking like she was probable and she had like massive like I'm talking fuck of horns and everything I could only really see a silhouette yeah um and I could see like the moon the moon behind her and everything else was pretty much like in pitch black apart from the moon that was lighting her up but it was just the dominance and the power and her whole energy was just like don't fuck with me yeah and she is very much even though she's she you know them goddesses they say it with like a subtlety that mm. scares the fuck out of yeah you. honestly honestly the way because the thing is i was or i was definitely asleep and mm. then this vision came and it shook me like i jumped out of my sleep to the point where i was just like okay to rationalize this <laughs> I live near a farm, a cow has escaped and it's managed to make its way to my back garden. <laughs> but nothing in real life was supporting this. <laughs> I was like, I can't hear no neighbours. The gates, every type of barrier is fine. There's no cow. And I was just like, Hathor, if that was you, then can you just appear again? She appeared again. But in terms of like, the reason why I know that her, her message particularly then was about 
boundaries and peace and specifically her message there was reclaim your peace and protect it like it's your actual actual territory because yeah. cows are very territorial yes. and especially like bulls are incredibly territorial no I don't fuck with bulls but th- but that's the thing she appeared as a as yeah. a bull-headed goddess so she had the full horns whereas sometimes in hieroglyph she's a she appears as a cow yeah. so sometimes she'd have horns sometimes she'll just have the cow's ears she was full-on bull and it was then in that time I was just like yes I have the right to have boundaries I have the right to live in peace and I have the right to protect that as well exactly and I was just and like I didn't what? have this that before to say yeah no you don't and this is mm. not to say that all men are bad mm. and men are trash let's that's how it is men Hallelujah. are trash holy ghost and speaking right it, now say it what my the chest. divine mother is speaking <laughs> right now you see her on her throne don't you hear don't you hear <laughs> <laughs> But no, it's not to say that (laughs) it's not to say that all men are trash, even though men are trash, but it's to say that we've all been conditioned into Mm. this way of thinking that men have entitlement and women don't. Yeah. Gender was never part of it. Mm, Exactly. Exactly. And that's the thing that absolutely baffles my mind. And again, just like really, really fucked with my mental health. Because deep down in my heart, I already knew. I'm a human being. Yeah. My the way I show up in the world shouldn't have to, it shouldn't have to be out of race and gender. Like as much as I love that I'm a woman, as much as I love that I'm black, I'm a human being. I should be able to show up fully, freely, and be really, really present. Yes. But, and you're an individual. Yeah, I'm an as individual well. as well. Yeah. And well, from everything that I was taught, it was the exact opposite. Is that yeah. I'm black, so I shouldn't expect too much, but I should always aspire to whiteness. Mm-hmm. I'm a woman, so again, I shouldn't have too many high standards. I should always make myself available for men because I exist just all men, but I should never be as strong as men, but I, I need there needs to, to be, be weakness somewhere, but then yeah. strength elsewhere. I was just like, I can't be, so it means I can't be as intelligent. I can't make as much money. Also, I think with being a black woman as well, it also meant that I can't expect to ever get married to someone who can look after me so mm. that I could, you know, if I wanted to, be a housewife yeah. and, you know, be traditional and yeah. raise the kids. No, I have to work, 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 work. I have to be the one who looks after the kids, do most of the housework, make most of the money. But work then also, as well, you don't have a choice. You yeah. Just, it's not one or the other. You're yeah. doing all of it. Exactly. And the man's coming home to mm. give 50%, but you're giving 150. I'm giving 100%. You know what I mean? I was just like, I can't, I was just like, I just thought I, I can't do it I just thought I cannot do it for the sake of again like my own peace mm. my own wellness I need to do me and the issue that I have now almost like this disclaimer you did not all men yeah. not all Christianity teaches you this not all yeah. churches teach you this but the church not all I definitely, exactly yeah, not all major not all leaders I would say yeah in this major religion teach you this and I'm mm. very aware of when I'm seeing teaching that is very one way and I'm just yeah. like That's, this is fluidity there's a yeah. flow and you're not mm. you're not flowing yeah brother. yeah exactly that's the thing there was no flow but also the way I was taught about Christianity and again being a woman it's very much one size fits all yeah. so it didn't allow for me to express my individuality or for me to even know that I have 
have that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I needed to be a woman of virtue. I need to dress modestly. I need to sit with my hands in my laps. I need to have a pearl neck because I can't have anything that's too flashy, flashy because now that means I'm not a modest woman. Oh, I must aspire to be like Mary, uh, the Virgin Mary. Mm. Uh-uh, did she remain a virgin? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I can't participate in sex. Oh, I can't be too sexual. Oh, I must remain a virgin. If I do have sex, I must lie down beneath because that's what Eve did. And, you know, it's the best way to be. And, you know, women who take part in sex, they're the Liliths, they're the whores, they're the yeah. Mary Magdalene, they're the Jezebels, and you're corrupt and you're the devil's concubine. And but yet your what? husband will cheat on you with those same women. Are you crazy? Are you absolutely mad? No, I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. Do you know what I mean? I, just I really, really couldn't. Think, yeah, actually, I say this all the time. There's bare people in this world smoking gone off crack. Honestly, yes, there has to crack. be something. There has to be something. It has to be something because I don't see how we can live, especially in this 21st century, modern day world. We have Google, we have Instagram, we have the whole world at our fingertips where we can engage with different cultures, different philosophies, yep. different ways of being, mm. different ideologies, yet no, none of these ever seem to lead to us actually treating each other as equals and yeah. as human beings. And, you know, as the human race. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like everything in our language supports the patriarchy. Again, which is why I cannot say vagina or fallopian tube. My body is mine, you know what I mean? My sexuality is mine. Exactly. My desire is mine. My pleasure is mine. My period is mine. You know what I mean? Like, it needs to come from an original source and that's something that Yoni Steaming helps me with because I'm steaming my very source. I'm steaming my very yeah. own temple. Um, and... I just, I just refuse because especially because my mental health is in such a good place. Like I've, I've realized that the more I cut back in terms of like just being so given of myself, which was really weird considering again, I'm naturally a private person. Yeah. So for me to have been like given of myself so much, it's just like, that didn't feel, feel right. But the less I give and, or the less I invest in other people, the more I just feel at whole with myself because I'm just exactly. giving and giving and giving it into myself instead. And then you start to invest in the right people because yeah. they're also investing in you. Yeah, precisely. Like, I want people in my life who, as much as I want people, I want to be introduced to, like, new things and different ideas and to be challenged, I also want the people in my life to be a reflection of myself. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so I want those people to be a reflection. So it feels that really helps with my mental health, knowing that I have a right to choose and that yeah. also I'm able to choose, I'm able to discern where that energy is coming from. So again, rather than it just coming from strictly the masculine and survival mode and inauthenticity, which it's, it's, it's not leading to anything good. It's coming from my intuition. Yeah, It's coming from, I suppose, like my heart or let's say like a vulnerable a vulnerable place it's coming from somewhere that's a lot more authentic so I I, I can just it's be whole your whole self mm. to actually understand what's happening and yeah you resonate and different parts of you would do and feel different things mm. and eventually like I was saying to somebody the other day I said you know sometimes we need to stop uh, trying to articulate what it is we're feeling and just feel yeah just feel yeah it. Yeah. And just say, I don't know what this is, but I'm just going to let it mm. do what it needs to do. Yeah. 
but again yeah. that's not something that we're taught in society yeah definitely definitely and I can understand how it might take people like a long place to be able to get there just because of like the psychological programming and conditioning um and the guilt as well because women are made to feel like we're obligated yeah as well so it's like if we don't do something it, everything know. we get is because uh, somebody wanted to give to us not because we deserve it yeah yeah exactly or if we have achieved something a man has to somehow find his way into it do you know what I mean it's just like it's ridiculous like for example did you see that post about that that um I think she's um an Asian doctor lives in America and someone asked her why she doesn't practice using her husband's name she's in like full-on like yeah. doctor doctor and she was just like we weren't like by the time I started practicing we weren't we weren't married I didn't yeah. see a need to change my name yeah I was like is this man mad my caption and this was on this I fully put and I saw it on LinkedIn I was just yeah. like fuck Facebook fuck Instagram I'm gonna go professional yeah my thing what this guy who commented was Ken and I was just like fuck you Ken like why would she change her name to her exactly. husband's name was he the one who studied was he the one who paid for her her medical schools and her bills and everything is he the one who's operating on people exactly no. why where, where does he fit into this yes. and if that's the case if that's what you're going by in terms of her honoring her husband for his support what man out there is changing his last name to his wife's mm. what man out there can say oh i have my wife's maiden mm. name, name now exactly. or something you know what i mean like don't it's, it's so one-sided name it's my name it's my name it's my name do you know what i mean like it's my and it's, it's it even again ownership yeah ownership we don't I yeah. I can't I can't get down with this I, I all four people like getting married like I do love love but that you know I'm going to be honest it's only during ovulation that I love love <laughs> I'm, 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 being, I, I'm being my most authentic self Listen, <laughs> say it with your chest yeah that's what I always tell people yeah I hate romance films I hate happy endings I'm just like shut up <laughs> you know what I mean it's just I just don't have it in me I don't but I just think like even with with like last days for example that's not coming from a place of you know we are a tribe we are a community we are one that's coming from I own you yeah like women were and children were legally at one point property possessions of men and for a lot when you look at a lot of society and relationships and the things that women and children experience when it comes to abuse it comes from that place of entitlement and ownership and acting like we're property yeah rather than being you know fully human beings that's why for me I can't get down with that and you know what's really annoying is that in the LGBTQ community mm. that is also replicated within same-sex relationships because that's all we know yeah do you know I've always wondered about that that's all I've we know always wondered yeah and you know <clears throat> I've had it like you said I'm wearing a dress today mm. I don't wear a dress every other day of the week mm. I don't wear a dress every other day of the week like most times when you see me or people that don't know me will automatically use he him terms mm-hmm. I'm gender fluid so it doesn't bother me yeah for most times but when I was in a relationship, the constant question was, mm. who's the man, who's the woman? And then let it be that this is the day where I want to do makeup. I want to, like, I have my nails done yeah. all the time. Yeah. Like, this is the day I want to do makeup. I want to wear mm-hmm, dress. Mm-hmm. I want to wear heels. I want to do Insta body. Yeah. yeah. Now everybody's looking confused because mm. technically two females have walked into the room. Yeah. First of all, it's not your business. Exactly. Mm. That's number one. It's yeah. not your business. Mm. And second of all, 
why am I not allowed to present how I choose to present on that given day? Because people are bloody narrow-minded and ignorant and they feel like they need to put you in a box to decipher how they treat you because we're not taught how to treat other people as human beings. Yeah. And something that I really, really hate about that question, you know, who's the man and who's the woman? It's just like, okay, the one who is like the, the woman, again, in air quotes, is the one who has to appear, again, softer, weaker, has less autonomy, less choice or something there's always some sort of like weakness attached yeah. to it and I see this a lot more so within like gay relationships when it yeah. comes to men and it's always a battle between who can be the most manly I'm just like that's so fucking offensive like what's wrong with being a woman yeah do you know what I mean so I see that a lot in comedies I'm just like there's nothing fucking funny about that it's not funny Same. it's not funny like it is not funny that's really dismissive and disrespectful yeah. yeah we need to stop perpetuating it yeah exactly into society, into society. exactly but yeah this uni steam yeah how's it is feeling hit, hitting yeah I'm surprised I'm even coherent yeah <laughs> I don't think you know your speech has slowed down a little bit more. Like, the energy is there it's just not so much fire behind it <laughs> Because I am enjoying it. I wish you lot could see this. But um, <laughs> we will be giving visuals mm. and things. But just to let the people know, where can we find you? What services do you offer? Okay. Tell us. Okay, so you can find me on my website. So that's www.mamaluna, M-A-M-A-L-U-N-A dot online. So www. That's a lot, man. <laughs> Mamaluna.online. Um, also, in, I think Instagram would probably be like the best place. So that's just mama underscore Luna Yoni Steam. That's Y-O-N-I. Um, in terms of the services I offer, so I run courses. So at the moment, I have a four-week course, which is an introduction to Yoni Steaming. Mm. And that goes... I think that goes into a lot more detail about everything we've just gone gone through, yeah. but like, a lot more detail, especially in terms of like our actual body system, um, the herbs that are used, and also how the patriarchy or how we got to a stage of almost like being worshipped just because we have yonis to then being denigrated because we have yonis and that how to reclaim it. So that's quite an intense four week course and you get set like your own homework to do as well, which is quite nice. So you get yeah. to do the work by yourself. I also run workshops, which are just like three hours long and I've got a range of, let me be careful now. I think I offer a range of six different workshops, which are based on um, goddesses or feminine feminine archetype energies and these are ones that I've all specifically that sorry that I've worked with that have appeared to I haven't just like picked them out of nowhere like I fully genuinely like work with these energies so I have those workshops with the workshops and even the course you get everything apart from the Yoni Steam seat sent to you so you get the herbs you get any um, paperwork any handouts sent to you um I also run one-to-one so if you don't feel comfortable <laughs> being with other people yeah. you can have a one-to-one um service I make personalized herbal blends as well so if you want a herbal blend holler at me so I can make you a personalized one so those are what I offer at the moment and yeah just go to and my website a massive secret coming should we tell them? Should we tell them and then just leave it? Just tell them and bounce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm like doing ovulation. I will full on propose to someone and then bounce. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna let you do it. Let me do the drum roll. Mm. So 
Mama Luna <laughs> and moi and also another partner in this because we run sister circles yeah. individually <clears throat> but we are coming together <laughs> so you know what watch this space that's all I'm gonna say yep watch literally. this space we're not giving you no dates you need to follow us mm-hmm. to find out what's happening. You already know where to find me. It's a Bane's Life on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. If you're in any of those places, Mose um, Isi on Instagram and Twitter. But yeah, this is, has been. <laughs> this is. Is that you? Love and You know what? This is. is signing up <laughs> thank you so much for having me on your podcast never ever say thank you it's been a pleasure to have you and I this is just the beginning this yeah is the beginning and yeah we gonna teach you what you need to know so that you can go on your own journey yep yep properly. yep yep yeah <laughs> but no thank you so Peace yeah out. see ya the beats have you heard it through the grapevine you heard it here first, it's a BAME's life Mozzie easy with the knowledge, better take time Man or woman, it don't matter over these sides Black or brown, it don't matter over these sides Conversations always popping over these sides Where's your peace signs? Where's your white wine? Don't stress, don't worry about those deadlines Cause you've heard it through the grapevine You heard it here first, it's a BAME's life You heard it through the grapevine You heard it here first, it's a BAME's life